It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Thanks Bonsoir. for being with us tonight. What did you do tonight, Simon? Well, you know, tonight I have a little story in a shootout. You know, I went to a restaurant before the show, and the hostess, you know, recognized probably my thick accent. And then she said, you know, oh, my God, you, Simon. And then she said, yeah, she said, I listen to you guys every night after my shift. You know, it's late. And as she said, you know, I'm driving home very late. I'm tired. But you guys, you know, keep me company. That's nice. And I couldn't be more grateful. And I want to shoot out this because, you know, we do the show. There's, you know, the three or four of us here every night. But if you're listening to us, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to us every night, for making this show possible, listening to us for years now with Angie. And, uh, she, you know, she loved you. She said, oh, and she's so real. She, oh, she relates nice. to you and all that. Thank and, you. And I was very touched. You know, that, you know, sometimes I hear that. So I, I just, you know, I just want to say, Angie, like, you know, how much I appreciate every time mm-hmm. somebody tells us, tells you, tells me, you know, we're listening to The Rendezvous. A big, big thanks for us. Yes. And that happened tonight. And so thank you very much, you know. Thank you so much. I wish we could reach through and hug everybody and, and say thank you for listening. Well, listen, uh, we hope we are keeping you company tonight with all <laughs> yes. the love, dating, romance, relationship, questions, advice, topics that we have on deck. And our phone is already ringing, 855-905-8255. Someone on hold needing advice, Simon. So when we come back, let's get to the phones. That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Let's get to the phones. People need advice on love, dating, romance, relationships. <laughs> Listening right now in Prospect, Kentucky on 100.5 KISS FM. Here's Alicia. Hi, Alicia. Bonjour. Hi. Bonjour. Hi, how's it going? Good. How good, are you? Alicia. Um, I'm doing good. Yeah. Thanks. What can we help you with? Um, I am struggling because I don't uh, know how to. I've, I've, I've dated in the past. Um, and now I haven't been dating for about a year. Um, I'm in, I'm, I'm 28 and I don't, uh, I'm trying to figure out my career. Okay. And I've sort of been totally fine with not dating for the past year, but as I'm getting closer to 30 and getting pressure from my family a little bit, um, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to break back in and reprioritize, I guess. So, um, you're not dating by choice, yeah. is what you're saying. Your family is pushing you to date because you're 30, and for some reason that seems to be the magical number in this country where everybody's like, oh, my God, you're going to be an old maid, uh, which is so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Um, and do you want to start dating or no? Um, I guess I don't know. I, I, some, some days, yeah. Like some days when I see my friends and they're all in relationships, I feel sort of... So you only want out. to when you're you're feeling lonely is basically what you're saying. You're, yeah, you, but at the same time, I'm not sure because I I don't know how much time I can actually devote to someone while I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing. You know. For um, me. Are you in a in a career now or no? Yeah, but I freelance, so my career is sort of it's not nine to five. You know, I have. Well, that to sounds flexible email. to me. Like yeah. there would be room to date. Yeah. Yeah. Very possibly. You don't want to date. <laughs> you must not want to because that, I mean, so, I am jealous of people that get to freelance. First of all, I think it's amazing, like, if you have children, if you are if you want to date, if you want to hang out with people. But I would be terrible at it because I'd be like, oh, I'm my own boss. I can freelance. I can do whatever. I don't think I'd get anything done because life would be, I'd be doing everything well, else. 
But then the bill shows up. And the you, bill shows up. You, you start realizing you better go to work. I, I have exactly. a little question. Alicia, has anything happened bad to you? Because I agree with Angie, it sounds like you don't want to date. So is there anything in the past when you started dating that went so wrong that you kind of like now turn off by the idea or fear of going back to the game? Um, I think it, it's just sort of my nature. So I get, I'm a very giving person. So mm-hmm. if there's somebody else in my life, I will give everything to them, just like I give everything to my clients and my job. So I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not very good at prioritizing my myself, like by myself. Okay. And do you have children or no? No. Uh-uh. So here, I have a dog. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to shoot you straight, Alicia. You have a very flexible job. You don't have kids. That I don't really see any reason in the world that you can't make time to date because once you find someone who you fall for, you make them a priority. It just happens naturally because all you want to do is see them, be around them, take care of them. There's a million women in America and men who work full time, have kids, many kids, have dogs, have, you know, their health problems, and they're married and they still find time. So there's no reason you really can't. You just have to, you know, get out there and do it if that's what you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess. When there is a will, there is a way. I don't feel the will. No, neither do I. Yeah. Or the lack of. I think I'm just scared more than anything, to be honest, because I don't. What? You're what right you that you prioritize the other person. And what, I'm, what I've done in the past, and I guess to answer your question, Simon, is that I don't... Um, I get so involved and prioritize the relationship so much that I stop worrying Being about you. me. Yeah. yeah. You have okay. to Well then you have to set boundaries. Yeah. All right. Good. Thank go you. Go out very there. Much. Go out there and find your love, girl. You can juggle. I know you. <laughs> I don't, but I feel like I do. <laughs> yeah. No, I think you're right. Yeah. All right. Good luck to you, Alicia. Thanks, Alicia. Thank you. Thank you both. Yep. All right. That's so sweet. All right. More of the rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. Thanks for hanging out with us. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We just had a caller, uh, Alicia, who was talking about the fact that she feels like she puts her work first and doesn't have time mm-hmm. for a relationship or herself or anything. And that that is funny. She talked about that because a couple days ago, a couple nights ago before the show, I went on a date uh-huh. with a lovely woman. And I told her, I said, How, when was the last time you kind of had a relationship? She said, five years ago. Mm-hmm. Five, a very good-looking, charming woman. It's a long time. Five years. I said, what was the excuse? She said, because I've decided that my career is my priority and everything else comes afterwards. And I was like, what do you mean? I mean, we have one life. Shouldn't it be 50-50? You know, I get it. There's time to work harder. And t- but I mean, and she said to me, she said, Simon, you know, I'm really dedicated to my work. And, and I felt, and it's maybe cultural energy, you know, America is built on hard work. Mm-hmm. Many people have come in relationship and left relationship in the name of hard work. Mm-hmm. I can't see you tonight because I'm working hard. Right. And it works. People believe that. Right. But I'll give you one thing. My godfather was, or my father was like in politics, the French president or a highest level. And they always told me, my godfather or my father said to me, listen, as busy as I am, I always have time to call you mother. Yeah. Was, it's, it's more important than any work I could have. Right. 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 So uh- why, Angie? People believe that a career could stop a love life. I I really genuinely in people's heart of hearts don't think that they believe that. I think they use that as an excuse because either, you know, maybe in the the case of the girl you were on the date with. Yeah. 
if you say, why haven't you been in, in a relationship for five years? She, she feels like she has to say something. Okay. Otherwise, it looks like, well, what's wrong with you? And so the default answer is, well, I'm just busy focusing on my career. So let's take a break and talk about mm-hmm. how you prioritize. What do you do to put your mate first? Yes, let's talk about that. Okay, great. That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. The subject right now we're talking about is prioritizing your relationship. Listen, we're all busy, but I think your relationship should be your priority. If that falls apart, everything else feels miserable, and you have to find time. And I feel like when you say you don't have the time, that means you're not in it with your heart. You don't care that much. It's not your work excuse. It's not the whatever excuse. It should be top of mind all the time. I agree. I also want to say this, Angie. I've, I've had a friends of mine they, when they date successful men, mm-hmm. lawyers, doctors, engineers, whatever, businessmen. Okay, they look up to them, and I've watched friends of mine get heartbroken by the excuse of, "Listen, I gotta do this. I gotta do that." They don't text, and the women became on the beck and calls. Okay. And I saw that, and I said to myself, how does that work? Why are they falling in the trap? No matter how successful you are, you still have time if you love somebody. Oh, I, I, that's that just I, has to stop with this excuse. That's why I don't understand when people ghost, and then they tell you if they get, you know, if you get, they get caught up. Well, um, you know, I've just been really busy. I didn't have time to text. It takes two seconds. Here's a great example. Yeah. My brother, uh-huh. army, army ranger, capture or kill, most am- war hero. 15 deployments, had time to either call his wife or email her every day. And he was on the front lines, jumping out of planes, doing all these missions, black ops, like the busiest person in the world. If he can do it, we can do it. Then we can do it. And if we don't, then we're not in it. Because we don't care. Because we don't care. Exactly. Remember that. Yes, exactly. What is it? Devil Devil Wears Prada. Whoever's phone call you take, that's the relationship you're in. I like that. All right. That's a great one. It's true. All right. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. How do you prioritize your partner? Meaning you're busy. We're all busy, okay? Mm -hmm. You're traveling. uh, You're long distance. How do you let them know every single day that you love them? Or that you're thinking of them? Or that you're not, you know, doing anything you shouldn't be doing because... We, you know, we were talking about how someone said, oh, I'm really busy. I don't have time for relationships. I don't buy that. They say that. Because they don't want it. Yeah, or or they say that, you know, because they don't want to get involved or they just want the ooh-la-la or mm-hmm. this. So they use that excuse because. They're covering for something else. Because in America, everything is about hard work right. first. And right? people will always respect that excuse. That's it. It's the one excuse. Yeah, it's the one. That. Uh, Nobody dares to question. Right. But even if that's the excuse, let's just say it is. And I would say 99% of the time that's not the case. There is no reason you can't send a text. Do you go to the bathroom during the day? I bet you do. I bet you have two (laughs) seconds on that toilet where you can text someone. I don't care if it's a heart emoji. Like, I don't care what it is. First thing when you wake up, last thing before you go to bed, there has to be 30 seconds in your day to say, I'm thinking of you. I love you. Whatever it is. Just now, to let me know. Absolutely, and I agree with you. Now, the flip part of this coin is there is some, and I have friends of mine, we discussed that, that expect 30, 40, 50 no, texts a day. That's so, needy. Yeah. That but, is very needy, and know, that's controlling. What are you up to? Where are you going? What are you they, that's controlling. So what do you think is the right average number? Well, I think it differs for everybody because it depends on what you need and you, what your partner needs, and you meet in the middle. You said, right, I like that. You said one 
hot emoji is enough? Well, from in my relationship, probably not for everybody else, but in mine, you do what works for you in your own relationships. Everybody should do what works for them, not what society says. Whatever makes you Agreed. and your partner happy is but, all that matters. My husband travels on planes all day. He's in meetings all day. There are days where he cannot call me. He's literally head to toe, top to bottom of his day, packed. Even if I get a heart-shaped emoji, in my mind, I'm like, there's my man. He loves me. He was just thinking about me and had to let me know as quickly as he could. Yeah, my parents who do not text have the phone call rule. So every day, yeah. my dad calls, he doesn't text my mother. Right. But there's not a one day in his life. I don't think it's impossible. That he, that he, he, that he went by without calling her. Any uh, kind of communication. No, but he would call. Carrier pigeon. Send me flowers. It, it, smoke it, signals. I don't care what it is. Just let me know that I'm on your mind for a second that day. Even with the jet lag. I remember him calling my mom at four in the morning because he forgot it was jet lag because he's older. We were uh, just while we were having this conversation... Uh, the last conversation, my husband texted me, what are you doing Friday night? Because it's been a minute since we've been on a date night. We've both been so busy. He's scheduling a date. Like, That's nice. And he knows I'm working right now. And sometimes when he texts when we're on the air, I'm like, oh, my God, you know I'm working. Because I, I feel like there's an emergency. But he's trying to schedule a date with me is what I'm saying. Like, what do you do in your relationship to show up and let your partner know I'm thinking of you. This is a priority for me. I don't care how tired I am. If my husband is wants to talk, wants to take me out on a date, I'll do it because he's number one. If you don't express love, there is no love. That's pure and simple. Right. I mean, the silence is not the representation of love. It's the pressure. It's the silence is the is the representation of not caring. Right. My husband right? and I were a long distance relationship for six months when we first started dating. I still heard from him every day. I still felt every single day that he was in love with me, even though he wasn't physically there. Listen, you know, I like him a lot. He does just what he did tonight and, and he's an example for that. I mean, impeccable. It's, it's impeccable. All, you but you guys have a great dynamic. We have a great dynamic, we, but we have an understanding of what the other needs and he knows I need that every day. Were you ever, as a younger single woman, feeling you went and make mistake to hang, out, hang to a man who did not communicate with you by no, insecurity? I demanded it because that's, demanded what I, it. I, that's what I need to Good feel you, comfortable Andy. in a relationship. Everybody's different. Not everybody needs that, but that's what I needed, and I made sure it was known. So you have to ask for it. And I want to know from Good our listeners. You. Let's let's go to the lines next. Thank you. Uh, 855-905-8255. What do you need? Is it every day? Do you need date night once a week? Do you need ooh-la-la every day? Do you need flowers every week? What is it? Because everybody has their love language and the way they need to feel in a relationship to sustain. Mm -hmm. So let's go to the phones next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255. We're talking love, and we're talking prioritizing the love that you're in, meaning communication. How are you letting your partner know that you care about them every day? Um, so let's pick up the phones. I want to know how you do it. Miguel listening in McAllen, Texas on 105.5 and 106.3 KISS FM. Hey, Miguel. Hey, how are you guys? Bonjour, Miguel. We're good. Hey, so what do you bonjour. have to say? Uh, I, I have a similar relationship to you. I, I, I'm married. I travel. Um, my wife is a teacher and we have opposite schedules. So right. it's when she's coming home from work, I'm handing her kids and leaving. So we really don't have we're like ships in the night constantly passing each other. But that's the joke um, my husband and I have. Like, I'll high-five you in the hallway in the morning when you're going <laughs> to bed and I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly us. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, 
neither of us are are needy where there's too much going back and forth but i do notice one of my pals who i work with he's i'm 40 um he's a lot younger he's 23 and he's in a relationship that he says is super serious but every time we're on the road he is non-stop on the phone with her she's giving him a hard time is this what our life's going to be like it's going to be through a phone you know what she's trying to probably feel out really what she said is this what it's going to be like can i handle this Mm -hmm. can we change our communication miguel can you hang on for one second because we have to take a quick break but i want to come back to you i want to hear the rest of your story about your friend and i i also want to hear how you and your wife communicate with this scenario too Mm -hmm. okay great hang on one second miguel more about relationships and showing up for that person next on the rendezvous it's the rendezvous with simon and angie we have a a caller still on hold hey miguel how are you listening in mcallen texas on kiss fm how are you doing i'm great so we're talking about relationships and Mm -hmm. how you communicate with your partner um, some people need 87 texts a day, like you were telling us about your friend. Some, some people are so busy. Just let me know you're thinking about me every day. That's all I need. I don't need this five-hour conversation or to check in 20 times a day. So, Miguel, you're saying you travel a lot. Your buddy at work in a serious relationship, and now he gets blown up all day from the girlfriend saying, is this what our life is going to be like? How does he feel about that? Uh, he always asks me for advice, and I'll be honest with you, I don't know because I've been doing this so long, and I've been with my wife even before we were married. She knew that that's what I do. I travel, and even before we had kids, we kept the communication concentrated. It was short, sweet, uh, happy. How long now, have they been dating? Has, I'm going to say between four and five years. Can I tell you this? I was her. I was I was your friend's girlfriend for sure. a minute, for a minute, because I wasn't used to dating somebody that was on the road all the time, uh-huh. and I didn't understand that he was that busy. I thought it was like, whatever, you're like out with the boys, who are you seeing in this other, you know, chicks at other area codes? <laughs> Do you know what my husband did that completely changed my whole outlook forever? Tell me. And tell your friend to do this. My husband yeah. was so convinced that I thought he was just like messing around all day. Yeah. He literally videotaped. Like, moments of his day to day to day. Like, here I am getting off the plane. Now it's this time on my thing. I have to drive from here to this station. I have an appointment for an hour. And then I understood. So maybe if your friend tries that, his wife will, or his yeah. girlfriend. Yeah, that's a good idea. She'll, she'll back off a little bit. <laughs> Hold on one second. I want to hear what you do, Miguel, with your wife, how you guys are making it work. Because you guys are making it work <laughs> next on The Rendezvous. Yeah. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We still have our our nice friend Miguel, who's been mm-hmm. hanging on this whole time. But I love this topic because everybody says, "I'm so busy. I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. I don't even have time to take a shower." Priorities are priorities, mm-hmm. but your love and your love life, if if that's bad, it becomes a cancer, and everything will go bad. So true. And that's why they say forsaking all others when you take vows, because if mom and dad don't work. The kids are upset. The divorce happens. The work is suffering. Like, everything suffers. And, and Angie, I mean, an analogy would be, you know, the heart is the most important part of our body. Without the heart, there is no life. It's got to beat. Same thing in your life. Crap trickles down. There's another analogy. <laughs> it starts at the top. Not as poetic. All right. <laughs> well, you're romantic. You're yeah, the French you're romantic. Realist, yes. All right. So, um, Miguel, I know you were saying that um, you travel a lot for work. 
Uh, you've been with your wife for a very long time. You guys have kids. You guys are busy. There's a lot going on. She's a teacher. She's stressed, I'm sure. So how are you letting her know? What is your communication style with your wife? Do you text every day? Do you call her every day? Is there like a rule like you can't go more than, I don't know, 12 hours without communicating? Is there any kind of rules? Um, Well, the other thing is I work so late that I know she goes to bed early because she's a teacher. So we kind of developed the system that it's, I send a text at the end of the day when I'm back at the hotel and safe that mm-hmm. I'm home just so she knows I'm safe. But, uh, I always try to send her a little something extra. So when she wakes up, hopefully it makes her smile. Um, yeah, you know, that's send exactly a what my above. husband does. Cause I have to go to bed at like nine o'clock at night. I wake up at four in the morning. My husband always sends me a text. I always tell him, mm-hmm. even if you, it's 2 a.m. and you know I'm sleeping, yeah. just send me a text. So when I wake up in the morning, I can see it and know that you got in okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, the, we don't have any real trust issues. Um, that's so helpful. It's, it's <laughs> never like, it's never a, like, I'm back at the hotel by myself. It's always, I'm safe. Nobody robbed me. Uh, nobody that, fell asleep at the wheel. But that's you why know, you don't have trust issues because you're diligent about making sure that you, you know, letting her know that you're okay, that you're adhering to what makes her comfortable because you know she needs to get that text. And that's why she trusts you because you are following through on what makes you guys work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think subconsciously, I did something similar to your husband now that I'm thinking about it because. When it was just the two of us before kids, my wife, and when we were just dating, she would come with me sometimes, and we'd go out, and because I go to cool places, and right. she'd come with me, and she's like, I don't get jealous when you tell me you're going somewhere really exciting, because I don't want to do that. So it's a lot, it seems a like work. a lot. Well, I think that yeah. the unknown is what always... The unknown in anything in life is what causes fear. Unknown is scary. Unknown is scary. So she doesn't know. You can tell her, but unless, and then after she saw it firsthand, did it change things? Yeah. uh, She understood the reason I don't get a hold of you, uh, you know, when I know you're going to bed is because I'm in the middle of work. Right. And it's crazy. And, you know, I can't get back to you until, you know, two or three in the morning. Miguel, I want to ask you, as, as I'm a romantic guy, you know, in that communication, how much romance takes part? So I get the information, I get the safety, and how many times do you say, I love you, I miss you, I want you, or any of them? Do you say, I love you every day? Uh, we do say, I love you every day. It's one thing. And when I'm home, uh, we uh, never leave the house without a kiss or a hug or, you know, you guys, affection. Like- are we are we like all sister wives? Is this Utah? Because we have the same rule too. We would work really well in like some sort of cult where you have like fifteen like families living together. Because I and my my husband and I do the same. But wait a minute, Angie. When you leave in the morning, I always at kiss four, him four in the morning. I kiss him when I wake up and I get ready and then I go. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Miguel. Thank you, you the Miguel. Best. Have a good night. All right. Bye-bye, you too. Bye-bye. Bye, 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 bye. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie next. Taking advice calls right now. Love dating, romance, mm-hmm. relationships. Let's go to the line, Simon. Um, listening in Ozark, Missouri on Alice 95.5. Here's Rayanne. Hi, Rayanne. Bonjour. Hi, guys. Hi. Bonjour, Rayanne. What's going on? <laughs> okay, so here's what's happening in my life um, currently. I've been in this amazing relationship for a year now this 
this guy that's like my dream man. I, I never thought I would find my dream man, but I've found him. Good for you. And yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so great. And the only problem is, is that my family thinks he's bad for me. And this is because I'm in my 20s and he's in his 40s. So I think the age difference is just way too much. Okay. When you say 20s, are you 20 and he's like 49 or what's the age difference? No, here? no, no. I'm 25 and he's 45. Okay, so there's 20 years. Yeah, All right. So there's 20 years. So what are and, they worried about? Okay, well, first of all, like, my parents had me when they were really young, so he's the same age as my mom and dad. You know things so. are different. You know things are different, <laughs> honey. Because yeah, mom, are. My mom they and dad have, were together, and my mom had me at 18 years old. Would I, I would never advise anybody to have an 18-year-old kid today. Um, there were different rules mm. back then. There were different, you know, religion played a part, family played a part. It's just a different time. But uh, this is very interesting. It's 20 years, 25 and 45. So you're an adult. Um, yes. And it's not like you're, you know, 18 and he's 48. But let me hold. Can you hang on, Rayanne? Yeah. Okay, great. This is a big deal for a lot of people. There's a lot of age mm -hmm. difference. Um, why is this a problem or is it not? And everybody should just leave her alone. Next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We have Rayon on the phone in Missouri. So listening on Alice 95.5. Thank you so much, honey. And you're talking about this 20-year age difference. You're 25. He's 45. Your parents are annoyed. Simon, you had a good question. Is there something else? There's something else, Ryan, that uh, has happened that made your parents upset or your friends upset about this man. Yeah. You know, m me and my mom were having a fight. We were kind of, you know, yelling back and forth at each other. And I told her that he doesn't want her to come to our wedding if we got married. And she just got so offended. And Whoa. now like, there's no repairing that. Well, why why wouldn't he want mother. why wouldn't he want your mother at your wedding? Yeah, why? Well, because you know I've been telling him what she says about our relationship, and he's kind of fed up about it. So he was like, if she's going to keep acting this way, then we don't need her at our wedding. Bad and move, I was girl. Angry, we're yelling at each other, and it just slipped out of my mouth. And mm. now I don't know what to do. It's it's a bad situation. Yeah. So, I mean, and you're young, and, and I understand that, but Angie's right. It's a bad move to transmit poison, to transmit bad negativity, because he feels that when you say it, right, when you pass as your mom's negativity towards him, he feels attacked, and he reacts poorly, actually, but he reacts like, I'm attacked, we don't need her. You right. are the one. It's your relationship. You will. Angie's right. You're 25. You're not 18 or 17. You're 25. So you're an adult. You have to mediate the, that relationship. And you have to find peace. I have a couple more things to add. I'm so sorry. Can you stay on the line with us one more time? Of course. <laughs> Great. Hang on. Hang tight. There's a couple of red flags going off here. And I'm sorry to say, Rayanne, a lot of them are on you. So we'll talk what? about that. I will tell you what I, what I, why I say that. And I'm, I'm on your side. But we need to fix a couple things when we come back, okay? On The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Rianne, you say that your boyfriend is talking marriage. You guys are talking marriage. You're very in love. He told yeah. you he doesn't want mom at the wedding. Ooh, gut punch number one. Then it's because you've been telling mom some of the, the, the problems, whatever, that he's saying that. you're there's There's some toxicity going back and forth between them. 
And here's herein lies the problem. Simon, I know you had something you wanted to say. Yeah, I just want to add, Rian, um, that do you think it's the man in your intuition, in your heart? Do you think it's the man of your life? Yeah, I do, 100%. Okay. Do you see yourself marrying him and having kids with him, all this? Do you project that? I do. And he projects it that too? And he does as well, yeah. He really loves me. Well, then, I mean, I'm all in favor of it because that's all that matters. My parents have 17 years of age difference, been married for 52 years. So my mom always always said that it's up to you and him. Uh, But I'll give you that one last tip. My mom's a tough cookie. And she didn't (laughs) like really my my father's mom. She Mm. couldn't care less about her. She put it out in spite seconds because she said, my husband and me and our family comes first. Anybody Mm -hmm. who brings negativity will be out. Mm -hmm. So my mom was quick to react. My my dad's father, mom's was out of the picture pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. And that's the way it goes. So if you feel it, do it. I don't know what energy will say. I know she has red flags. If you feel love, if you feel it's the man of your life, if you feel it, do it. And and why not? I mean, if I believe, you know, Ryan knows what she's feeling. It's one thing, I think, for your mom to not like a man 20 years older because she feels like you're 25. You have a lot of learning still to do. I'm going to be honest. If I married the dude I was with at 25, I would have jumped off a bridge by now because you learn so much and you do change so much. But you are an adult. And if you're in love and he's in love, that's great. But because you're both in love with each other, the mistake here has been you informing mom of problems. And you and also him saying your mom can't come to the wedding is a problem. But it all started with bringing the problems out in the open. I feel like you guys should be able to handle those without getting mom involved. She can't be objective. She's mm-hmm. mama. She's going to be mama bear. She always wants to protect mm-hmm. you. And he is going to say, I don't want anybody toxic at my wedding. However... When it comes to love, and it's been the topic of this whole show, forsaking all others, the one thing that matters is the one that you love and you're in a relationship with. But you don't want your relationship with your family to be strained because I can tell you as somebody who didn't have my father at my wedding Mm -hmm. and it had every other member of my family, it does hurt and because you want support from everybody. And if your mom's not supporting you and you love her, and you love him, you're caught in the middle. So you have to be the one to facilitate a relationship between them. Stop telling her about problems. Tell your therapist. (laughs) Tell him. You guys figure it out. When you bring other people into your relationship, they can be the ones to bring you out of your relationship. Yes. I get it. I'm just going to try to keep both of them separate. and Keep Keep them separate. Keep them separate, but you you know what? I I think it would be good, Simon, if Mm -hmm. she... If, Rand, you sat down with both of them and said, you know what? I screwed up. I should not be playing you guys off each other in this relationship. It's not fair to either one of you. And he needs to apologize to your mother as well for saying you're not invited to your daughter's wedding. That's her daughter. If some man said that to me about my daughter, I would go crazy. But wow. Crazy. I would give it time. I don't think you do on the hot wire. It's too hot no, now. No, not so right now. So maybe a year from now, six months. When A year? All you got to do, right? Yes. All you got to do is compliment, give a compliment from your mom to your hus- to your future husband and vice versa. Bring peace. Bring peace. I mean, if you said to your mom, he said wonderful things about you. Be and Switzerland. It, it be go, neutral. Yes. And be positive. <laughs> be positive. Be positive. Okay. Thank you guys so much. This was so helpful. No Good. problem. Gonna, it gonna it try can to work. work it out. It can work. Yeah. You just got to dig yourself out of this hole a little bit and uh, then yeah, even I'm, it out. I'm happy for you. Yeah, you found love. That. I'm happy you found love. That's totally. all that matters Thank to us so here, much. really.
You're welcome. Thank Good you. luck, sweetie. Let us know how it goes, okay? Yes, okay. absolutely. All right. All right, right on, Rayanne. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. Thank you for calling more when we yes. come back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks so much for listening tonight. Thanks for your calls. Thanks for your emails. Simonandangie.com mm-hmm. if you ever want to email us. Also, that's our social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Simon and Angie. We had a great show. You can listen back to the podcast if you missed anything. We talked about how you make your partner feel that they're always loved every single day. If you're busy, if you're working, if you're on the road, kids, life gets in the way, but you have to let them know. You do. Age differences in relationships mm-hmm. and trying to facilitate a relationship in a toxic environment where the family doesn't like the mate and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And then prioritizing career over relationships, which we both agreed mm-hmm. was pretty much BS. So, Simon, what was your Simon says from that topic? I said nobody's too busy for true love, meaning in life, in that short life of ours, don't use the excuses of career or anything else, if you find, if you see, if you meet true love, reach out. That's the message. That's the message. And what you said, it's exactly that. It's an excuse for something else. Yes. Forsake all others. So Your love it, comes first. Exactly. So take it there and, and reach out for that really that loved one. I love that, Simon. Thank you so much. You can also see Simon on In Bed with Simon on the FYI channel. That's and true. if you missed any of it, Simon, tell them what they're missing. You're missing some serious fun episodes with crazy questions. So you go to simonandengie.com tonight after this show and check. We have, I mean, I don't know, maybe 35 episodes or 40 episodes with great questions about relationships, your relationships. So think you with me on the bed and answer the questions. It's the rendezvous on a bed. That's it. On TV. In public. In public. You yes. better watch. All right. <laughs> we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.